0: On this episode of the SPR Podcast, we are joined by Heather Mitz. Heather is a former professional soccer player, defender for the United States Women's National Team. She's one of only four U.S. soccer players to win three Olympic gold medals during her time competing in the 2004, 2008, and 2012 Summer Olympic Games. Heather, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks. I'm so excited to be here.
0: No, we're excited to have you too. You have been very busy since you retired from soccer in 2013. So why don't you kind of tell our followers what you've been up to?
1: Oh, man, let's sum up seven years. Here we go. Um, Well, a large portion of that has been spent being pregnant. Um, I have three kids and they obviously keep me on my toes, um, keep me young. So um, Connor is six. Blake, my daughter, is four. And then Ace, my baby, is two. Um, two of them luckily are in school, thank goodness, right now. So um, that makes my life a little bit easier. But, you know, um, I did actually start a business not long after retiring because I saw how hard it was for me to make that adjustment um, from playing to figuring out what was next. And so we started a company called Sarah's Platinum Group that was helping recently retired athletes to transition into the business world. And that was very tough. Um, Unfortunately, we are no longer doing that. I'm actually um, transitioning myself into something that I felt was a little bit more true to who I am and that I'm passionate about. And that is not only speaking, but also doing, you know, strength and conditioning, um, a lot of stuff that requires health and mindset. And, you know, basically using the things that have helped me along the way and have success on the soccer field to then help, uh, you know, youth athletes and women and things of that nature.
0: Fantastic. Let's touch on that a little bit. The, the gold medal mindset you're referring to, you know, I saw your Ted video. It was awesome. Um, what advice would you give female athletes who are maybe beginning their career, younger athletes in high school, college, based off of your experience?
1: Gosh, um,
0: very, yeah, very loaded question, right?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Second question of the show.
1: How how much time do we have? Um, you know, I think it's really important to be passionate about what you do, um, to really give it your all, you know, every single day that you're on the, the playing field or on the tennis court or whatever sport it may be. Um, I think you can't do, the same as everybody else, if you want to be the best, you have to go above and beyond. And one of my favorite quotes from the TED talk that you were referring to was Tell me I can't, and then watch you work twice, it's hard to prove you wrong. And so that really kind of all comes down to um, just doing more than everybody else. You know, if you want to be great, you have to, have to be the one that's working the hardest, I think. Um, you know, and figuring out what makes you unique and really honing those skills, um, not comparing yourself to others because you are special and there's different things that we can all bring to our sport that um, can set us apart. So really focus on becoming so good at that, that you can maybe become one of the best in the world at that, you know, and I think um, just trying to enjoy it too. And, and I think that's really the important thing is I'm sure the majority of us love playing sports. I mean, who wouldn't, you know, it's really a dream come true. Um, but I've, I've actually heard um, Christy Rampone recently. I did an interview with her and she talked about the fact that she took it so seriously that she probably didn't enjoy it as much as she should have. Granted, granted she's one of the best players in soccer history. So it all plays off, but I think there's something to be said about enjoying the journey too.
0: And you had a, quite a journey, right? So over the course of your career, that gold medal mindset, that you have a blog now online. I was kind of reading through, checking it out. It's really cool. Um, that gold medal mindset. Where does that story come from? Where did you get that term? If you want to kind of dive into that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy to really look back, and we don't do it often. And I think it's taken me a lot, a lot of um, looking back over the last couple of years to really focus on the things that did did bring me success, and even some of that starts as a child. Um, and one of the experiences that I had, I unfortunately had a a really close friend of mine die in a car accident because he was intoxicated. And I think that was my aha moment because I was not choosing the best influences to be around. And luckily I was able to go away to the university of Florida. And looking back on that, I realized that soccer kind of saved me. You know, it allowed me to go away from those people that weren't a positive influence on my life. And to focus on something that A, I loved and B, that also had other like-minded athletes that wanted to be the best. And yeah. so that made me realize that by, by surrounding myself with positive people that I could then make positive choices in my life. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things. I think it's also just giving yourself permission to, to dream. And a lot of people think that you only dream as a kid or, you know, as a teenager, but really... I think it's more important than ever when you're an adult. And for me, my dream was to play on the U S women's national team. And I was able to do that. And I was able to win three Olympic gold medals and one silver. But then when I retired, it was like, well, now what I've accomplished, I've accomplished all the things, but then you have to dream again. And my dreams now are different. Um, I have, I have dreams as what kind of a mom I want to be. And I have dreams of, you know, what kind of a um, a businesswoman I want to be. And, I think it's owning your identity, as I mentioned. And I think I was embarrassed by a lot of the things that I did as a child. um, But I also know that I wouldn't be the person that I am today if I wouldn't have been through those things. So it's owning who you are and really just trying to make sure that you don't make the same mistake twice. You learn from it and you, you become better from it. And then learning what you can control. And I think... For me, uh, a lot of that is, you know, getting a a great coach or a mentor or taking classes to continue to learn a new skill or um, to grow and to become more, uh, I'm trying to think of like the the best word to describe it, Um, refined refined in in what you want to do next as you continue to move forward in life. and then, my last little bit of the gold medal mindset is just don't stop until you have success. And um, I thought about retiring after the 2011 World Cup uh, because I was afraid that I wasn't going to make the team. And, you know, I decided to, I wasn't ready and to keep going. And along the way, you know, I had this amazing opportunity to start in a game and I ended up cramping. And cramping had been something that, Throughout my entire playing career, I had to deal with, but in this game in particular, I wasn't expecting that start. So I hadn't been as diligent about taking care of myself. And so I ended up cramping because so we were playing on AstroTurf and my coach pulled me out of the game and she said, Heather Mintz will never play for this team again. And I hadn't heard her at the time being, but I kind of knew that I wasn't playing. I wasn't getting any sniffs. And I was like, there's no way I'm making the squad. Um, but, you know, I was like, you're going to feel sorry for yourself. You know, because that's not going to help you make the team. And, and B, if this is it for you, you want to make sure that you enjoy every day out there in the soccer field, that you enjoy the, the time with your teammates and that you make sure that you did everything in your power to go out there and try to make that team. And if you don't, then you can say that you did your all. Um, and so when she called me in for that end of the year meeting, she said, you know, I, I told the coaches you'd never play for this team again, but you continued to go out there every single day, and um, you were a great teammate, you were coachable, and for that, you've proven me wrong. And so it just kind of goes to show you that, because I really did not think I was going to make that team, that if you have the will and the desire and you're going to work your butt off, you never know what can happen.
0: Exactly. And I think part of the mindset is having people around you that embrace it, right? You have a supporting family. Sounds like you obviously have a family now of your own and your current husband is also a professional athlete or was a professional athlete. How much of a role did he play in that gold medal match? And how important it is to kind of lean on your family in times of you know, trouble, let's say.
1: I was very fortunate from a young age to have um, very supportive parents, the type of parent that I'm trying to be now. You know, if my, everybody's like assumes that, Oh, you're a athlete, your kids are going to be professional athletes or, or athletes for that matter. But, I don't want to push my kids. I want to support them and have them do whatever is going to make them happy. So who knows what our kids are going to end up being, but regardless, my parents were very supportive. And I think part of my success was because of that. And, um, you know, obviously AJ had a big impact on my playing career. Um, especially when I tore my ACL because I was feeling really sorry for myself and I was doubting myself and he saw it. And so he said, you get, have you get one day to feel bad for yourself? And I said, okay, and I'm going to, and I threw myself one heck of a pity for me. And then the next day I woke up and he was right, because quite honestly, whenever we feel bad about a certain situation, or if we still feel sorry for ourselves, that's not going to help thing. So you have to have a positive mindset and that mentality to be able to do whatever it is to get back out there and to have success
0: part of that success besides the mindset is the physical side of it too and you know you've prided yourself it seems like throughout your career and now post career in staying in shape through pregnancy having three kids tell us a little bit about that experience and what that means to you and how you're kind of empowering women to do the same
1: oh i love that thank you um you know my mom was always really really health conscious and um she kind of just raised us that way and I didn't realize how much of an impact it had on us until I went to college. And I was the person who was living in my apartment and making a healthy dinner for myself every single night. Um, And I just kind of saw for me in particular, I'm five, four, I'm 120 pounds soaking wet. I'm not big. I'm always the smallest one on the soccer field. And in order for me to hang, I had to be as strong as I possibly could be. Um, And I think I had speed and I um, felt like, my one thing that kind of made me unique, um, was my mindset to try to be the fittest player I could ever be. And I really was in, in all of us women's history. I think a lot of people would agree. Um, that's kind of what I hung my hat on. And I felt like if I was the fittest I could be, then I never had to worry about being on the soccer field and being tired. I could then go out there and just worry about my performance. Um, And so all of those things together, I just saw how that gave me success on the soccer field. And then it just kind of became like a way of life for me. But I really do think, you know, one thing that we can all control is our health. And, um, you know, I don't want to have any ailments later in life. I want to always be able to control the little things that I can. Um, and I think, you know, you pass it along to your kids and I'm, I'm going to be able to enjoy my life later on because of the way that I'm taking care of my body now. And just kind of all those things, um, I think are very important to me and have always been. And so now I've created this um, strength and conditioning program for uh, the, I guess, young girls. Um, and because I saw that it was a, an area that was underserved And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. I'm I'm excited to see, uh, how they progress and, um, how it makes a difference for them, uh, in their athletic journey.
0: Really cool. And that is called train like a champion. That's a
1: train like legends close
0: excuse me, train like legends. So it's how how would I go about that? Now I'm, I'm a male. So could I, could I also be involved or is it more just for females?
1: No, I mean, it's definitely for both. Um, the only reason that I wanted to really push the female aspect was because I feel like that's just an area that is, um, I, don't, I don't think they get the attention that they need. Um, and I think that goes across the board, but definitely it's something that both male and female athletes can um, definitely thrive off of. But if you just go to www, www.trainlikelegends.com, then you can sign up. And the cool thing about it is, it's a program. I didn't make it up. Um, we have a strength and conditioning coach, Ali, Alex DeGordy, who does all of it, but I've tested and approved every single bit of it. The conditioning aspect of it is where I kind of come in because uh, conditioning was always, as I said, my baby and why I was able to have success on the national team. And so I've been able to have a lot of say in the conditioning portion of it, but, um, every single day, Alex sends you a brand new uh, workout and, um, yeah, it's just really exciting for, you know, something to like push people, especially now that we're dealing with COVID people are at home. They're not with their teams. They might not be able to get to a gym. Everything is, um, scalable so that you can do a lot of the things even without any equipment at all.
0: So let's talk about that COVID-19 with with training, right? It's crazy. Obviously the professional world has been turned upside down. Maybe you wish you're, maybe you're glad you're not a professional soccer player right now. Cause it just seems like it's so tough, you know, being kept away from your family, playing in these bubbles like MLS did, whether in the premier league in front of no fans, um, training aspect wise, it's also tough. Gyms in Philadelphia, I'm in Philadelphia, are just shutting down, right? on, I think on Friday.
1: Gosh, again, I had no idea. Um,
0: yeah. Sorry to break the news <laughs> on the podcast, but
1: it's only a matter of our time. Um, yeah. I unfortunately had to do a lot of at home workouts. And um, I know in, in an ideal world that I'd be at the gym and I'd be working out with other people that are going to push me. I do CrossFit like, you know, at least four or five days a week and I love it. And I go, I run outside, but winter, winter's coming. Right. But really in all honesty, there's no excuse as to why people can't do workouts at home. I know they're not as fun, but if you wanna stay healthy and you wanna be able to fight COVID, which is so important to have your immune system like humming, you have to stay healthy and that's one way to do it. Um, And I think right now, because of the way that things are, a lot of people are going to give up and they're not going to work as hard, but this is where that work twice as hard um, as everybody else. That's where that comes into play because in all honesty, we're, the athletes that we're going to see that are going to come out of this and are going to continue to go on um, and compete at the highest level are going to be those people that continue to train right now and stay mentally strong.
0: Obviously when it comes to the mental side, the physical side of being a professional athlete, there's also what you put in your body food wise. I've read a couple of things online about you being a vegan, how, you know, how do you go about that day to day and really what type of impact has that had on your career and post-career?
1: Yeah. So I actually didn't go uh, vegan until after I was playing. Um, and Alex Morgan and I just had a chat the other day, cause she's been vegan for three years also. And she was talking about the impact that she's had on her playing career. And I just said, I wish I would have done it when I was playing, especially since I had so many injuries towards the end um, I notice now more than anything since I transitioned, I have more energy than I've ever had in my life. And as a mama three, I need that. And also I'm not probably not training as hard as I used to when I was playing, but I still train six days out of the week. I'm doing CrossFit, I'm running. And what I've noticed is my recovery is better than it was before. I don't get sore. Um and I, I still feel really strong. Um and I think that was my biggest concern because I watched what the health, um, I had no idea what it was about. <laughs> I woke up the next morning vegan. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful. I didn't have a plan. Um, and I was like detoxing and everything. And I ended up getting a meal plan and I was feeling really lethargic because I guess you detox, you know, you get all the, every, all the bad stuff out of your body, but I didn't realize what was going on. And so I was so tired And then this next morning I woke up and I was just like, oh my God, I've never felt this vivid or alive in my life. So I was like, okay, what's going on here? I wasn't drinking coffee at the time, nothing. And so, um, yeah, I just noticed the impact um, health wise. I I felt better than I've ever felt in my life.
0: How long did that take that process? You don't mind me asking like the cleansing process and then-
1: It took like, like two and a half, three weeks and I felt really sluggish and really lethargic for like two days. Like I was dragging, I was like, what is going on? And I'm like, I don't know how much longer I can try this. And then I just got, it just happened. Um, And yeah, I mean, ever since then, I've, I've learned a lot about the industry, uh, the dairy industry, um, all those things. And so now I feel like I've always loved animals, um, but I think now I'm just aligning my actions with my thoughts, you know, Um, and I'm treating them all the same. um, And that's really important for me. So uh, health wise, I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. And obviously um, as far as like my heart goes, I feel, I feel really compassionate about the way that I'm living my life.
0: Now, is this something that in your entire household, you guys all vegan or is it just you at this point?
1: So AJ was on board for a little bit. Um, He had watched Cowspiracy. And so he was like, all right, I'll try it. And he was super supportive. And then he's like, can't do it anymore. So I will say that he does on his own choose to eat a lot more um, meatless meals, I guess. Um, he does think it's important for the environment um, from that standpoint. And obviously he's like, I get the animal thing too. I, we have chickens now. So it's like, um, you know, He sees things a little differently than he did before. Um, My dad grew up on a farm. Uh, I used to like feed the baby cows from a milk bottle thinking that was like the coolest thing. Um, But little did I realize that like basically we were taking the baby away from the mom so that we could have milk. And as a mom, like that breaks my heart more than anything. So, um, you know, we've we've all learned a lot. Um, It's definitely been probably one of the biggest challenges in our household. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but we are all making the most of it.
0: Well, I think a lot of our subscribers are learning a lot. This has been a great interview. And I I have one more question for you. Uh, Three-time Olympic gold medalist, World Cup finalist, long-time professional, now mom. Um, What's your most proud moment throughout your career? That's actually a tough question for you, but (laughs) I think I know the answer. What's your most proud moment?
1: You think you know the answer. All right, well, let's see if you do. Um, I think you do after watching my TED Talk. Uh, it was 2008. I had turned my ACL the year earlier. Um, so just from a personal standpoint, even making it back to play again at a high level was like unheard of. I started and played every single minute. And, um, what made it even more cool was that Abby Wombach ended up breaking her leg before we were heading over there. She was our leading goal scorer and no one thought that we were going to win. Everybody would like counted us out. And we ended up losing that first game. And um, we we're kind of like, you know, uh oh, but at the same time, instead, we all came together and we elevated our game. And I think, you know, when we won in the final, um, it was definitely my highlight of my career. And I've interviewed a lot of ex-players now, and I've asked them, like Christy Rampone and Shannon Box and Angela Hughleys, and every single one of them said that victory because it was a true team victory and we all felt that so um was that the one you were thinking
0: yeah it was
1: <laughs> all right you're on it good question
0: good questions heather Mitz. thank you so much for joining the show today thanks. i really enjoyed talking with you
1: yeah you as well good luck with everything thanks for
0: having me on thank you Once again, that was Heather Mitz. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to check out Heather's Gold Medal Mindset website, it can be found at www.HeatherMittsGMM.com. Additionally, her physical training website can be found at www.TrainLikeLegends.com. As for the SBR podcast, please remember to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the handle at SBR underscore podcast we are now active on youtube at sports business review don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on facebook and linkedin at the same name sports business review if you feel the need to provide any further feedback or you would like to be featured on an episode of the SPR podcast please visit www.sportsbusinessreview.com the official home of the SPR podcast Once again, my name is Brian McDonough and have a great week, everyone.